0: I'm Tom Whalen. I'm J.D. I'm J.D. and the day, home team of real estate teams with our weekly real estate podcast on the state of the industry. What are we going with today, bud?
1: Well, I mean, if you pay attention to the news and the headlines, I mean, the biggest thing people are wondering is, is the housing market correcting? Is the boom over? Is the market crashing? You know, what in the world is happening with real estate?
0: Good Uh, question, bud.
1: And I think that's really what a lot of people are worried about and what a lot of people are thinking. Because, you know, again, and we've talked about this. I feel like sometimes I'm a, I am repeat myself, but, you know, I kept saying, you know, we're spoiled. These rates are not real. These rates will not last long. Somehow they lasted longer than they should have. And now there's a knee-jerk reaction where people are shocked. They're like, oh, my God, how can interest rates be have a 6 in front of them when they had a 2 or a 3?
0: Not that long ago.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, the reality is it was just a matter of time. I mean – you know, a lot of people didn't want to, uh, you know, admit that inflation was happening. And you and I talked about it. You go to the gas station, you go to the grocery store, you know, stuff was happening. There's, it was just, it was a matter of time before things had to get corrected. Now, I mean, what we're seeing is, you know, from the housing market, realistically, I wouldn't say that we're in a, you know, it hasn't crashed. We're not coming up. The boom hasn't stopped, the burst isn't happening. Uh, What we're really seeing, and it's still a situation where I don't even know if we're in a total correction side. I think the bigger thing is sort of explaining and talking to people that, you know, again, I'm I'm only in my, well, now I'm in my mid-late 40s. But, you know, when I bought my first house, you know, interest rates were in the sevens. So we're still pretty decent for where we were. I know when you talk to people who bought many, many years ago and they're like, oh, the interest rates were, you know, twelve percent, fourteen percent. but you know, we're still in a pretty good spot. And the reality of it is, and I was listening to um, WFRE's sister station, WFMD, the other day, and um, I think it was one of the the marketing guys, I can't remember who it is, but he comes on and talks about what's going on in the market. Um, and he mentioned that, you know, the national average for rent is an, at an all time high. It was on average nationally two thousand dollars a month to rent.
0: Unbelievable. The rent, mar- I mean, the rent game is just really—it's unprecedented what's happening there. Uh,
1: oh yeah, and to me, as long as you have those rent numbers staying where they are um, and, and going up, not going down. You know, people are still like the idea of owning something. I mean, you think about it. You know, if people default on their mortgage and you're renting from someone, you could get put out of your place because it's something that's totally out of your control. So it is nice to see that. And I mean, realistically, you know, what we're seeing is, um, yeah, and what my prediction is, we'll see less home sales. Um, I don't think we're going to see the decline in pricing. But I do think we'll have less home sales because with the change of interest rates, we are going to have less people qualify. Um, So there's not going to be as many buyers out there. And the reality of it is, too, we still have an inventory issue. Um, You know, as long as we continue to not, if we have enough people that are buying, and we have more people that are buying than people that want to sell, we're going to have. You know, it's almost like a, a standstill or a standoff of. You know, this is where we are. There's there's not enough homes. Sellers now, you know, before they were sort of afraid to sell in the beginning of COVID. They didn't know what was happening. They didn't know, you know, they don't want people coming in their house. They were afraid of things. Now their fears, honestly, are even more legit. Like, okay, where am I going to go? I'm not seeing anything come on the market that I could even see myself living in. And they're like, and I don't even know if I could rent because the rent prices are crazy, and there's a lack of inventory for rent as well. So, I mean, one of the big things that I really want to make sure people understand, because, you know, I think news stations, all these places, they like the the you know the doom the scary
0: the scary headlines they like the drama yeah if it bleeds it leads
1: yes and i mean and that's why you don't do talk radio you do what you do because you like to enjoy you know there's no reason to dwell on all of the craziness that's out there not on
0: wfre man yeah and you and i talk about that all
1: the time you're like i love that we don't have to worry about any of this crap it's uh yeah
0: people tune in to be cheered up there's plenty of places to go get that talk
1: yes there is now one of the other things, too, that I want to make sure people understand is you know, home price um, deceleration doesn't equal home price depreciation. So just because the amount of home selling slow down doesn't mean that the values are going to drop. Does that
0: make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And that is the fear. What, when does that start? Well, when does that start? Uh, are the prices drop in? Yeah, well, the, uh, the depreciation of your house, what, what has to happen before that starts?
1: I mean, realistically, when we look back to the last time that happened, it was in 2008, and what ended up happening there was we had all of these crazy mortgages that were adjustables, that were interest-only, that people couldn't qualify for the traditional normal mortgage, and then you know they were going to refi, and then they couldn't refi, and then the values dropped, and then there was a whole bunch of foreclosures. I mean, now, if anything, with these crazy interest rates that were there, you know, we're gonna see a total opposite where it's why would somebody sell their home if they have a three percent interest rate or two point eight seven five interest rate?
0: Exactly. There's
1: no need to move. Um, what what prompted people to move before was you had an appreciation of, of value, so you had some you had some equity you could use. And then the rates have gotten better, so people were like, oh, okay, I'll either refi or I'll sell, and I'll, I'll move up, and I'll get something else. I'll use my equity to offset you know, the appreciation in the market, and then I'll have a better interest rate, so my mortgage payment will be lower, and I'll have a nicer house. Or my mortgage payment will be the same, and I'll have that bigger, nicer house that I want. I understand. Now, we've got the opposite of, yeah, I've got all this appreciation, and I can use that money, but still with what's happened with the interest rates if you're at 3% and now you're going to go buy something you end up at 6 or 6 and a quarter you know your mortgage payment you know all of that equity that you earned if you put that down on a house you've lost i mean you're still going to be paying close to the same if not more money and and people are nervous i mean the stuff in 2008 wasn't that long ago people do remember that false inflation of you know I have all this equity, then all of a sudden it was gone. Just like you hear people talking about the stuff with um, Bitcoin and and all of these other things, like oh I lost all this money. Well, some people did. Some people paid you know a lot of money for things, but a lot of people paid less. They had this you know fake money that was out there where you know maybe they they had ten thousand in. It inflated to be worth fifty thousand, and now it's down to fifteen thousand. And but you're still five thousand up, you know. And that's where I think people get confused. They look and they're like, "Well, I lost all this money. Did you really lose all that money? Was that money really yours, or was that, you know, stuff that you've you earned but you didn't cash in fast enough? And you're not in the red. So, to me, like I said, the the correction and the change in the market. If you're listening to this. I don't think you're going to have an issue with your values depreciating massively. I think we're still going to see appreciation. I think it's going to be at a slower speed than it was, Um, but I do still think that interest rates are going to rise um, throughout the rest of this year. Um, It's you know we're not seeing the something needs you know as we talked about before the interest rates and things have to go up to try and make things stop to allow. Um, the situation we have with the rising prices of everything, not just houses, look at gasoline and, and all these other things, it has to hit a breaking point where people just stop and then that's when you know you'll start to see pricing coming down on things and then what happens then then interest rates will drop again. So I mean it's a it's a, it's a, it's a vicious little cycle that exists. but you know if you have any questions at all, if you have any fears, you don't know what you're supposed to do, what makes sense, Reach out to us again. We will never force anyone to do anything that doesn't make sense. We tell people all the time. I mean, we've had people we've been talking to, and again, sign paperwork. Hey, I'm ready to sell my house, and then they call and they're like, "I don't know where I'm going to go. I'm I'm nervous." We're like, "Well, if it doesn't make sense for you to sell now, we understand that. There's no reason to to you know bust out the gate and try and do something." Uh, that's why we tell people we want to know their story. What is your plan? If you have no plan, that is not a good option. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know, we tell people it's never too early to reach out to us to try to have a conversation. And what we find is a lot of people end up connecting with us, and they may use us a couple years later because there was no pushiness. You know, there was no hey, we need to do this, we need to do this now. Um, because again, we know what their goals are, what their plans are. I've got a client now who wants to move down south and wants to move in like less than five years, and I told them, I said, well, I don't know if it makes sense for you to sell your house here, buy a house here and then know you're going to sell that house in less than 5 years and then move down south. If you really want to do something and you want to sell your house here because we don't know when the market's going to hit the peak, you could do that and then you could rent in between or, you know, you could you could buy a house down south and you could rent that one out. And rent up here. Have somebody pay your mortgage for you for your place down there, and then have the spot you want to go for your final retirement.
0: Every case is different. It is every every case is different. That's why. And that, you answered my question. Could people just call and talk to you about this, trying to make sense? And you answered it. Yeah, with no pressure. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and you know that. I mean, even when you guys were looking, it took us a little bit of time, but it was there was never any pressure. It's like when is it? When is the timing right? No, um, that's we the don't. Truth. Yeah, we don't push anything. We're like, okay, no worries. And, I mean, you know, I joke and say some people go on sabbaticals. Some people take a breather. Some people take a breather for months. Some people take a breather for a year or two years. And we're like, it's no rush. No big deal. We work on your timeline. We've been doing this for almost 20 years. We plan on doing it for many more. So, there's no need to for us to rush you. Got a home of the week? I do. 1735 Greenfield Road in Adamstown. This one is listed at 575. I'll give you a little bit of details here. It's uh, it's offering a peaceful country setting with picturesque views. It's a meticulous colonial, inviting inside and out, just awaits the new owner. Tasteful curb appeal with two-story entry welcomes you into the open concept main level with a brand new eco-friendly, scratch-resistant LVP flooring. Fresh paint throughout. It's flooded with natural light. The kitchen has stainless steel appliances, ample cabinet space. The living room has a cathedral ceiling and lends access to the rear deck, the perfect place to unwind after a long day or enjoy an outdoor meal. Your master suite is ideal for unwinding after a long day and offers a walk-in closet and attached bath with dual sinks. Um, two additional bedrooms and a and a full hall bath. Update your uh, finish out the upper floor. And also, the rear yard is fenced, uh, stunning pastoral and mountain views. The home also offers brand-new storage shed, new water tank, well pump, HVAC. It's move-in ready. Great home. It'll check all the boxes. Go to WFRE.com, look up Tom and Jay's Real Estate Podcast, and you'll be able to see this beautiful Home of the Week right here in Adamstown. I'm
0: Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. Of Jay and the Day Home team of real estate teams with our weekly real estate podcast. Thank you so much for listening and tell your friends all about it.